Welcome to The Faithful Servant, a podcast reaching you in the midst of your battles where you can find hope, joy, wisdom, and healing. My name is Eric Howland, and at the end of the day, my hope is that I can hear the words, well done, my faithful servant. Welcome to this week's The Faithful Servant podcast, where we're going to be talking about investing in our doubts and refocusing them. This week I was posed the question, where have you had doubts about God? And how did you remain faithful in God? So I want to talk about what we do when our doubts come. Who do we have in our lives to help answer some of those tough questions? And ultimately, where does God play into our doubts? But before I begin in that, I want to give a little personal story about this last weekend. You know, I I talked earlier about investing in our children and the impact that that would have. And so there I was at Dairy Chef on a Saturday night. It was around 9, 9.15, around there. My phone rang. And it was a number I didn't recognize at first. So I just sent it to voicemail. And then he immediately called again. And I said, well, you know, I know my oldest daughter. She's at this camp up in Wisconsin. I probably need to answer this just in case something's going on. So I answered the phone. And on the other end, I could hear my daughter crying. And I said, what's wrong, sweetie? And with joy and tears, she said, Dad, I decided to follow Jesus. Now, as a father, that this is my biggest passion, is my faith. Here was that moment that I got to see my own daughter commit her life to Jesus and following him. And my response to her was, I am so proud of you. You have no idea how many nights that your father prayed for you to make that decision. So I I want everyone listening, the impact that we do have on our children, they, they see it. So believe in your children to be successful, to follow their dreams, and continue investing in them and showing them how much they are worth it and how much they are loved. So let's dive back into those doubts. <laughs> and, you know, there, there were doubts, and I'm sure some of you are out there that you have doubts if you're children are going to make that decision? What path are they going to make in life? And, you know, through our doubts, we can either grow or we can fall away. 
And I want to talk uh, about a couple different personal stories. Most of you have heard by now kind of my business background and just how it's not always been easy. And I want to specifically talk about the last couple weeks of June heading into this month, July 1st. We knew payroll was going to hit July 1st. We also knew all of our first of the month bills were going to hit July 1st. We also had some outstanding checks that needed to clear. And, you know, in a six day period, we needed to have about $112,000 in business come through along with, you know, hopefully some other money of accounts receivables. We were only averaging $13,500 a day. And I had serious doubts if we were going to meet all those demands July 1st. Serious doubts. And lo and behold, not only did we make it, but we ended up with a surplus of about $20,000. See, I had a choice in that matter to either grow in my faith that this will happen, that God will provide for us, or I had a choice to fall away from God and say, God, I, I'm tired of all of this. I don't believe that you can do this anymore. The other aspect that I've, I've always kind of struggled with is being single. You know, I, I'm someone that inherently, I'm, I, I feel like I have a lot of love to give to people. Um, that that's just kind of who I am. And all the way back into high school, I didn't really understand why my relationships never really worked. Was I just destined to be single? I had doubts if I was ever worth it to anyone. I had doubts if God would ever bring someone to my life. Even going through a divorce. All those self-doubts came rising up again. So when our doubts come up, what do you do? For me, when my doubts come up, the first thing I do is I overthink everything. I am one of those people. I'm proud of it, but also something that I've had to work on is my mind races. It runs wild with thoughts. You know, if I'm in a, in a relationship and it just feels like that person is pulling away, they might not be. 
but they might not have texted me in the last couple hours. So my intuition, my overthinking automatically goes to all of those self-doubts. Maybe they don't want to be with me anymore. Maybe I said something that really pissed them off. Maybe I did something that I don't even know. So those are things that I, I struggle with when those doubts come up. So for me, it was, it, it's been learning of, okay, when that doubt comes up, what do I need to do? The first thing I, I learned was to just take a deep breath. My therapist always told me the best thing that we could do is get oxygen to our brain to slow us down a little bit so that we can just relax for a split second. And then after that, get yourself involved. You know, there, there's a song that I, I love listening to, While I'm Waiting, by John Whaler. And while we're waiting for our answers, instead of sitting in our doubts, he talks about going and serving, going and getting involved, doing things that keep our mind focused elsewhere. Because your doubts are still going to be there. It's just let's just take a moment and get away so for me it's you know taking that deep breath and then getting ready going to the gym it's me taking that deep breath and going and serving other people it's me taking that deep breath and saying okay what can i focus on within work what can I focus on within my home? Maybe there's a project that I need to get done. So here is an opportunity that when those doubts come up, just take a moment and refocus your brain onto something else. And then what you'll realize is you're thinking from a more clear position. You're thinking more from an adult position. You're not overthinking things. You're looking at what reality is and, and understanding, hey, maybe they were just busy. And that's why they didn't text you back. Maybe that mountain that is staring you in front of your face is really only a hill that can be moved. So when those doubts come up, I challenge you right now to find some things that you can do to get away for a minute.
knowing that those doubts will come back. They'll be there waiting for you, but you'll be able to think much clearer. Now the second aspect, where do we go to get those answers? You know, from the business aspect, you know, and I've talked about this in the past, is having mentors in your life. And this is one of the reasons why it's important is because sometimes our doubts is because we just don't believe in ourselves enough. So we need to surround ourselves with people that see potential in us, have the wisdom and experience to be able to help us through those things. So how many of you out there have a mentor either in the business world, in your spiritual life, in your personal life. You know, for me, I've got a mentor for my business world. And if, if there are times that I'm struggling with, you know, ideas on how we can grow our business or, you know, ideas to look at our profitability, I can call him up. And be honest with him and talk freely with him and saying, you know what, I, I'm out of answers at this point. I doubt that I can even do this anymore. And he's always very quick to say one thing. I believe in you. It's, it's comforting for us to have that voice in us. So when those doubts come up, they're put away with a simple voice of saying, I believe in you. Or when we're struggling with our faith because circumstances around us tell us that why would God treat us this way? Or why do bad things happen to us? Having that mentor there will be able to grab your hand and walk with you and show you that you're not alone in this. Lastly, turning to God. Now, I, th this can be a very touchy subject for a lot of people. Because there's a lot of people out there that have turned away from God because they don't see the benefit anymore. They don't see God have ever worked for them. So they doubt he even exists. And you could read through the whole Bible. And when you take a look at all of the people of the Bible from Moses down to Thomas, 
they all had one thing in common. They all doubted the power of God at some point. You know, my, my middle name is Thomas. And I often joke sometimes about how that's how I feel. See, Thomas in the Bible, his nickname was Doubting. And it comes from the story where Jesus has been crucified. He's been buried, rose again. And he appears to all the disciples. And Thomas wasn't there at this time. And they go and tell Thomas, hey, Thomas, Jesus is alive. And Thomas doubts him, doubts him all, and says, the only way I am going to believe that Jesus is alive is if I can put my hands on his hands where the holes of the nails were, where I can see the scar on the side of him. So they're all in the upper room again, and Thomas is there this time, and Jesus appears. And God, in, in this moment, did not turn to Thomas and tell him to go away. He said, come with your doubts. And see that I'm alive. See, we talked about this this week is where have our doubts been with God? And I go back to my two stories. There were times I doubted if God would ever change our business around. There were times I doubted God bringing me the right person. And it's okay. See, I, when we were talking this week, I, I posed the question back to the group of, have we made doubting something that is so negatively looked at? And the consensus within the group is, yeah, But we wondered why. Because if you look at how God looks at doubting, he, he expects it. We don't have the knowledge. We don't have the mind capacity to know how things are going to get done. We just hope we're smart enough. We hope we have a big enough heart. But God is there, not turning us away from him, but saying, come to me. 
And I think for those people out there right now that are doubting the existence of him and if he's actually for you, I would challenge you to keep going back. Keep asking. Don't be afraid to ask for answers. You might not get the answer you like. You might get the answer you like. Or you might have to wait for that answer for a while. But don't stop asking. Don't stop knocking at that door. As it says in Matthew 7, verse 7, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. So God's telling us right now, in the midst of your doubts for me, invest in them. Don't look at them in a negative way. But come to me and keep coming and keep coming. And you will find what you're looking for. So when our doubts rise up, for whatever reason, Today, try a new approach. If you are someone that's struggling with doubts right now, get your mind off them for the immediate future. Take a break. Go and seek the advice and go seek those answers that you need. And ultimately, turn to God. And at the end of the day, I promise, your doubts will be filled with those answers. And when you turn to God... You'll be welcomed with the words, well done, my faithful servant.